the application, is not the letters of recommendation, is not the application fee, is not the SAT scores or the LA or the ACT scores. The most important thing that they look for is your writing skill. And the reason why your essay is more important than anything else in your college application packet is because no two states have the same level of academic standard. If Rod Digger is graduating from high school in New Jersey and Lord Jamal is graduating from high school in New York and Dr. Umar is graduating from high school in Pennsylvania and they all got straight A's, how do you know which one of them is the most prepared for your college? Mm. You don't because we don't have national education standard. We only have state education standard. So mm. guess how they're going to find out which one of us going to get that scholarship? They're going to look at Rod Digger's essay. They're going to look at Lord Jamal's essay. They're going to look at Dr. Umar's essay, and they're going to look for the misspelled words. They're going to look for the commas. They're going to look for the run-on sentences. They're going to look for the indentations. And that's how they're going to determine which one of us had the best education because the best estimate of educational quality is one's writing ability. Deep. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Well, well, there's something informative. Absolutely. <laughs> I um, love y'all family. Right. Yeah, we, we love you too, brother. We appreciate you coming. And uh, uh, now, you know, I ain't gonna even name certain artists. Certain artists that that's, that music, that genre of music that's depressing and supporting and glorifying being on drugs and all of that stupid shit. That's dumb. That's the as the scripture says. That's the song of fools. Stop listening to the song of fools. Some of you niggas is listening to songs of depression and you allowing that shit to just minister to your mind and it's residing in your spirit now. You know what I mean? Come on, man. That's weak. That's some old bitch made music. We don't even think like that. As a man thinking, so is he. You know what I mean? Stop shake that shit off. You too powerful. You too blessed to be taking your life or even be thinking about that. I don't care who died, what didn't happen. You know what I mean? Nothing is that fucked up. Well, you should be thinking about taking your own motherfucking life. If you need somebody to hug, if you need somebody to say that they love you, I love your dusty ass, and when I see you, tell me, and I will give you a hug. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, uh, if you up and you need a phone call, you need to talk to somebody, hell, like I, I done gave y'all one of my motherfucking personal numbers. Either hey, man, listen, and I mean that. You might not even be able to afford a consultation. And some of y'all in the comment section, you know I'm not lying because some of y'all wasn't able to afford a consultation. But when you called me, guess what? I was right there. So, hey, man, if you ever thinking of weed, man, you should be fucking on the weed, man, especially when you're not taking care of yourself. And when you're not taking care of yourself, you make provisions for shit like this to transpire. But see, this all plays a part of being serious about your pimping. Because when you're serious about your pippin, you're serious about your pippin in totality. That means physically. That means that I want to represent the pippin in everything that I do. That's why I have to apologize to myself. I have to apologize to the game. I have to apologize to my women. Because I wasn't representing the game in totality like I can. God has put so much in me. The game has put so much in me. And I have not released my whole measure to the game. I've done all right. 
but I got so much to give. I got so much more to give. God has instilled so much in me. The game has given me so much and what I've given ain't even the definition of little. You want when you really live a lifestyle and you love that lifestyle, you want to represent it to the fullest. And I haven't been doing that. And I had to be real with myself. This is called being serious with your pimping. Because when you really serious about your pimping, you want to represent this game in every way. You want to you know, unless something is it's an excited type moment, you know, you can speak. You know, you might be a concert and the band was great. You're excited about it. You know, okay. But you know, generally, you want to be calm. You know, your tone has to be kind of medium, you know, almost excited, but not excited. You got to introduce yourself first. You know, before you get to talking, make sure you know who you are talking to. This is basic 101, catch a bitch. I always, I always speak about standing on what you believe. And it's ultra important for you to have something you believe in if you want to catch a wrong. You, you can't have a, a, a non-agenda and go out thinking you're going to catch. I mean, you just can't. You can if you want to, but you're going to go out tonight, tomorrow, the next night. You're going to go out hell of nights thinking that shit because you ain't going to catch. You ain't got no fucking agenda. You ain't got no plan. You ain't got no reason to catch. You know, I told you, man, fuck that hard dick bullshit, man. You know, you got to have a whole bunch of motherfucking game. You got to have real game. And you can't have no... Uh, the kind of shit you think is game like what he call that shit just because you brush shit off a motherfucker thank you soft and then when you hit him with the hammer then you sent to the slammer then the you feel me a nigga brushing shit off a nigga thank you soft and so they gonna keep trying you like you pussy then when you hit him with the motherfucking you feel me now they put Chip in the slammer. But nah, these niggas been fucking with me since day one. I've been spraying these niggas. You understand? I've been spraying these niggas, but this, I couldn't take it no more. I had to up. I had to up. So, but anyway, it make you wanna, you feel me? I'm, I gotta get a double shot. Bartender. Make it a double, I'm finna talk to these niggas, man. I'm finna talk to the people, for real. Turn this motherfucking heat off. It's, 30, it's like 20-something degrees out this motherfucker. Got the heat on blast now, so. But anyway, see with the long johns and shit on. Yeah, you wanna say something to the people now, look. Say something to the people, nigga. Yeah, Dirt don't like that shit neither. Get off me, bitch. But nah, he, Dirt don't like that shit either. But nah, polite 
Michael Noak, aka Brother Polite, is a straight up scam artist, man. And it's so that brings me to the next thing that I want to address, which is the scheduling. So most law enforcement jobs, you work 12-hour shifts. However, this particular jail, we worked eight-hour shifts. With that being said, we had three shifts in one day. I personally felt like I was on night shift the whole time I was there because I was new. On top of that, my off days sucked. They were Wednesday and Thursday permanently you're not going to get your weekends off at this particular jail unless you've been there for 50 plus years okay maybe not 50 maybe like 10 or so but yeah it was very inconvenient so since my off days are Wednesday and Thursday forever, I cannot go out and do anything because I'm on night shift and y'all know everything pop off at night so you know I can never go out and do anything because I'm on night shift so if I wanted to go out and do something I had to call out which is unacceptable I shouldn't have to do that just to go enjoy myself like every Friday and Saturday my friends be like Lex you want to go out and do this you want to go to movies I'm like girl I gotta go to work and they're like oh my god you always at work I'm like I know yes unfortunately that's how it was so that brings me to the next thing. This is what y'all want. Y'all like, Lex, tell us what we want to hear. What's up with that pay? What that pay looking like? What them coins looking like? Okay. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I personally do not recommend anyone who wants to live comfortable and decent to pursue this job. It's just not a lot of money. keep posting about it, though, like as the months go on. But I will show you that I did what I did in under 10 days. So Monday came and I had accumulated almost $6,000 already. Um, OnlyFans does take out, I believe, 20%. So I had already accumulated around $7,000 at that point. When you start your OnlyFans, the people that are giving you the most money, that are tipping you, that are co constantly engaging with you, pay attention to them. Te treat them well, okay? Talk to them, ask them questions, say, hey, do you have a certain type of picture you wanna see, a certain type of video? How's your day going? Happy Saturday, blah, blah, blah. Engage with those people. They are paying you. They're a customer, but keep it cute. You feel me? Guys, followers mean absolutely nothing on OnlyFans. So say for instance, when you're on Instagram and you have thousands of followers, you get a lot of engagement. That's great, that's awesome. When you're on Twitter, same instance. On OnlyFans, having a lot of fans does not equate to a lot of money. All you need is a few good people in there breaking you off and you are good to go. So don't automatically think, oh, you know what? I need more people to follow me. I need more people to follow me. You don't. I currently am or with somebody who has rainbow, rainbow hair. Rainbow hair, green hair, orange, nobody, nobody, nobody. And if it is, it's very few, it's very few. So come on now, better profile pictures. That's why you're not matching with nobody again, Bumble is free. Now let's move on. 
Who to swipe on? Oh my God, who to swipe on? I already said this before, but let's go into this again because YouTube is paying me. This video might be monetized. It might not be monetized, but if it's monetized, then okay, good for me. If not, I'm just giving y'all free game and I'm a good person. <laughs> oh my God. If you're new to my channel, you're going to be like, she's annoying. And I am. I am. I am. <laughs> so who to swipe on? Okay, so we're going to swipe on guys. We're going to swipe on guys who look like they have money, but then don't. Because we're not gonna swipe on the scammers who like, who have in their bio, I have 10 cars. I want a sugar baby. Send me your bank account information. We're not swiping on them. We're also not swiping on people who, and this is an example that somebody sent me. Like the guy that she's trying to make into a sugar daddy, his profile picture literally screamed, Poor. It literally screamed poverty. He was in a kitchen that looked like it was in a trap house. That's not a sugar daddy. That's a robber. He's gonna rob you. Okay, so future videos that I'm gonna do. There's certain topics that I want to speak on. And I wanted to get certain ladies on. I didn't want it to just be all pimping and hunger. I wanted you to get game from every uh, perspective, from every representative of different lifestyles. I want to see a black Hebrew Israelite woman debating with a Muslim woman. I want to see a woman who got her master's degree encouraging all the young women in high school, you know what I mean, to get their master's degree, but also to have a master's plan along with their master's degree. So, you know what I mean? Uh, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, ladies, if you are interested in doing a video with me, uh, reach me. I'm gonna leave my information in the comment section. Get into my DM on Instagram and hit me up. And if you got an interesting topic that I like, that you know what I mean, or some good information, I will post you on uh, the Game for Ladies channel. I will, because I want all the women to be blessed with information. It's not going to just be uh, information pertaining to so-called negativity, information pertaining to positivity, spirituality, uh, politics. I want to be posted as well, because it's Game for Ladies channel. So make sure you hit the channels and subscribe to all my channels. I love y'all. I hope you live as long as you want. Never want as long as you live. It's been a blessing. Man, you guys didn't rock mother's jacket, you know, and put it over this puddle. Here you go. And thinking that shit gonna get you the pussy. Thinking that that shit gonna get you uh, niggas that profess to be pimps. You know what I mean? The choosing feet. You know what I mean? That's not going to get you that. Stop sitting over there smelling the farts that come out of a woman's ass. Be a man. Be serious about manhood. Be serious about your pimping. Be serious about the principles and standards of this game. Hold on. Make sure y'all comment show. But be serious about your pimping, man. Stop doing all of that Winnie the Pooh ass shit, you know what I mean, for
money. The game gonna bless you just for being a man. The game is set up. The rules is set up. You know what I mean? To sit up there and bless you. Like I gave that story yesterday. I told you that a partner of mine, he would be locked up right now. He didn't know that that bitch was a snitch. But he was protected by the game. The game protected him. He didn't know that he was talking to a snitch bitch. But because he charged the choosing fee, the bitch wasn't willing to pay the fee, so she went on her merry little way. So he was protected by the game. If he had not been serious about his pimping, he would have ended up meeting this damn snitch. You know, my little man from the pride is younger than me. He had a beef with this dude named Twin and Attica. You know, Maggie did his thing in there and Who's twin? twin? Twin is, 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 is from the Bronx. Nah, nah, he from Brooklyn. He from Brooklyn. Then what? I can't, I can't think of his government name. Oh yeah, Manny, Manny. Name is Manny. Twin. It's two, two brothers. Twin. They can boss three dudes and shit. They is my peoples and shit. You know what I'm saying? But he had crossed the line, Twin. When he, cause uh, girl, I one thing I am, I'm protective of anybody from around the way that comes to prison. When I was up to any of these dudes from this area, Marcy Santa, yo, I'm with them 100%. You know, even if they was younger than me, you know, I'm gonna be, once I find, yo, these some dudes, they said they from around your way. Where they at? Yo, you all right, shorty? So anyway, Madge is way younger than me. So making make a long story short, I think it was dealing with some currency or something. But anyway, Twin tried to hit Madge in a mess or in Attica. He chased Majesty. Hold on, keep talking loud. You start whispering like there's somebody over here. Oh, yeah? Keep talking all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Okay, now, um, Majesty and Twin, they had a little disagreement and shit. You know what I'm saying? I think it was over some financial thing, but anyway, make a long story short, Majesty from my project younger than me. And I always, like, dudes come through the system that I know from. 206 area, my area, I zip code 11206. Um, I usually like, I ain't gonna say I put them under the wing, but I make sure no harm will come to them if I could, if I could help it. And I could help. Twin had chased Majesty and Attica mess because we need alternative European brands to purchase. Where you going, baby? <laughs> I got you, baby. So now what you're doing is redirecting people to purchase all the other ones. So now we're using, they're employing indirect marketing. So now we're popularizing the other brands that we don't even know are associated with Gucci. Or part, or the sibling companies. We don't even know. I ain't buying Gucci no more. I'm going to start getting my Balenciaga game up. Suddenly, these other companies going to have sales, and you're going to be like, man, I'm start fucking with them now because I still need some high-end brands, and it's all marketing. You're looking for a Gucci stock, and ain't no Gucci stock. There's a caring stock. So you see, as a whole, the stock goes up even if they sacrifice their most popular. Why not sacrifice your most popular? It is your most popular. You ain't going to sacrifice your least popular. The most popular mean it'll make a comeback.
they'll be back. These clothes make comebacks. These brands make comebacks. We'll sacrifice them because it's very popular. It's been here for years. A lot of people ain't going, they set in their ways and black people do not make up the bulk of the people who purchase Gucci. Stop it. We don't even make up the bulk of Americans. So how the fuck are we the ones buying all the Gucci? We're a small percentage of people that make up this America. So how are we the ones buying the most Gucci? Stop it. Stop it. Only 5% of America People who do care, I'm going to tell you something. Go to expensive steakhouses in your area. Go to expensive sushi places, hibachi grills, expensive hibachi grills, not Benihana's, because you're going to run... You're going to run into the thugs and the scrubs and Benny Hannas, and they're going to take pictures of you. And those are the people that you're afraid to see, right? The people that are not paying your bills. I could never say that. But nevertheless, I, I'm here for you. You discreet sugar babies. You secretive sugar babies. I don't want to see me seen with an old man. Because the guys who are not paying my bills are going to see me. And they're going to make fun of me. You want to say how stupid that sounds? I could never. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I don't not care. But if you do care, you are not going to see these scrubs that you all care so much about and these expensive restaurants at these nice museums. And the people that are at these places are not worried about you. I promise you, they are not worried about you. They just bought the whole bar out and they resold it back and bought it again. They're not concerned with you and your sugar daddy in the corner sipping on red wine, okay? They're not worried about you guys. So if that's what you want to do, if you want to be secretive about it or whatever, then yeah, that's a whole nother, that's just some free game I gave you guys or whatever. I'm such a good person. You stop being like this. The thing that I want to stress is every city is different, okay? So yes, when I, when I, any dating site that I use or something like that or anytime I try to finesse, I always make it a point to say like in my bio to let it be known I don't back my money or setting up appointments and not um and and not showing up or or contacting me when you set up those appointments. Um so I gave him my address so he can send me a check. Um, and he, he replied, thanks brother in text. Um, and then I replied the same day, no problem. Can you tell me when I should expect the check and the amount? So the next day, which was Thursday, March 16th, 2017, he said, peace brother, awesome dialogue. Or this is the text that I sent him on Thursday, March 16th, 2017. I say, peace brother, awesome dialogue last night between you and young Pharaoh. Can you give me an ETA on the check? And I will include the profit. And will it include the profit from the property you spoke of or just the refund? Thanks. So he replied in a text. Profit as well. Working on the ETA, my brother. And then I replied in the text, okay, cool. So there was no communication. Um, that was on March 16th. And then there was no communication again until Monday, March 20th, 2007. Hey, to the young peas, don't even pay that no attention. 
when they come in singing that song, you know what I mean? They just trying to test you. And the answer to that question is, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, if you just want, you know what I mean, the information that I have, you know what I mean, to bless you with, then all means. I wasn't thinking about sex at all, baby. We don't, you know, that could be non-existent. Yeah, you know, that don't have, you know, that don't have, I, I wasn't even thinking about it, you know, so, you know. And watch what I tell you. Once you play that shit to the left, once you get involved, the same bitch that sit up there and said, you know, I just want the game, I just want the game, not even sometime a month later. It'd be weeks later. And that same bitch that sit up there and talked all of that shit, now she flirting with you. Now she sitting over there laughing at jokes that ain't even funny. You know what I mean? Now, you know, a month and some change later, now she texting you, you know, flirting you now. Now she sitting up when she gonna get some alone time. You know what I mean? Now she sitting over there talking about, you understand me? Uh, when you gonna let me suck that dick? You know what I mean? She getting real explicit and nasty. You know what I mean? Bitch wanna do all type of lascivious acts and shit with the pimp. First you came through the door talking about you ain't even want to do this with the pimp. Now you want to just do everything with the pimp. Bitch, shut up, you know, but... You selling crack, bro, you should not be selling crack for over four or five years and then still be doing the same fucking thing. You should have been able to make enough money to make your greatest investment ever where you ain't got to go broke no more. You don't sell crack for the rest of your fucking life unless you like dibbling and dabbling and doing it yourself and you just like the crackhead freaky bitches and the shit that bitches will do for you because you the crack man and all that weird shit. You feel what I'm saying? So you can literally be stuck on that lifestyle. That's that's just like pimping, bro. Pimping ain't forever. I don't give a fuck. Damn homies. You might have pimping in your heart, yeah, pimping, pimping, yeah, 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 yeah. But once you make your greatest investment, that shit really literally over it. And you're gonna be laid up in your big ass mansion with your whole bitch who was down for you, and y'all gonna be living it up. And she ain't got she ain't gonna be able to she ain't gonna have to sell no pussy no more. You feel me? Cause y'all, nah, it's shit, like, you gotta be on venues, man. For real. Big facts, you know what I You don't drink. What's going on in your life that makes you decide to go to Las Vegas? Huh? Huh? What you say? What made you decide to go to Las Vegas? Oh, yeah, uh... A whole bunch of shit, man. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. First of all, Vegas where the money at, you feel me? Niggas know I'm on Nevada. That's where the money at, you know? So. So what age were you at this time? Uh, to Vegas, I was what? Okay, I got out like three years ago. You know that. Play your motherfucking self. Huh? She ran away from home to be with your bitch ass. She left her own mother to be with your bitch ass, nigga. Fuck you talking about? Why you think her mother and them can't even find her? You wanna you wanna play with me, nigga? I told you it'd be better for you to fuck with Kev Gills and and bang back at Pharaoh, nigga. Leave me the fuck alone.
You can talk whatever the talk you want to talk about me, but I ain't never do no foul shit like you, nigga. Never rob nobody, bitch. Fuck is you talking about? Huh? I know you ain't talking about that girl, huh? The one that ran away from home, who snuck out the room and left her mother because her mother left you? You want me to tell the people why she left you, bitch? I'll tell them when you cut back. I'll tell them when you come back at me. I ain't going to give up everything. Told you it'd be better to leave me the fuck alone. You're fucking with the wrong one, and you know I'm crazy enough to go the fuck in. I'm not scared of getting beat the fuck down. I'm going to still go in, nigga. You better kill me, bitch. You better fucking kill me. Fuck is wrong with you? Ain't nobody scared of you, nigga. Ain't nobody in this world is more grimier, low-life, scumbag as you. You done robbed from little babies, motherfucker. The people telling you that the school ain't in good shape. The school is in excellent shape, which is why we're getting offers for it now. It's in excellent shape, brother. The classrooms don't even have to be touched. We just have to fix the electrical system, the HVAC system, and the plumbing system. So I don't need help with the real estate. We were blessed with that campus. You understand? And as far as your brother's school, I support him. That's I'm my father-in-law, my father-in-law. I just uh I just uh looked at the uh the website. Mm -hmm. Kudos to that brother. Yes, sir. But what I'm doing ain't that. I want to be absolutely clear. The Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey RBG International Leadership Academy will be America's first school based off the principles of pan-African nationalism and international economics. That's not what I'm doing, brother. I have a totally different concept from him. You understand? So if I the concept could be different, but the implementation of how but it's put. But I don't put... need his help implementing, brother, because I'm a certified school psychologist with, and a certified school principal who's experienced, who got a whole cadre of educators. So y'all keep making these things. He needs to talk. No, I don't. Y'all don't know who I got. But I got then why, why is somebody, you have all these credentials, then why is this man who we don't know was able to put his school I together in a few months and, and it's taking school. you six years, brother? Six years is nothing for a school. I can show you 10 charter schools. Shit, Kendrick Lamar. Stay down. You know, Kendrick didn't, uh, he didn't, like, commercialize himself. He didn't jump on some wave in order to go platinum. Like, Kendrick don't even make music for the club or no shit like that. Kendrick don't make turn-up, trendy-ass music. Kendrick be spitting. He be spitting some real-ass shit. And as a result of that, he one of the top motherfuckers in the, in the game right now. You know? Lil Wayne, yeah, exactly. Like Nico Reed say, Lil Wayne, he's another motherfucker that stayed down through the process. You know? Uh, it's a lot of examples of music, man. You know, but the, a lot of the people at the top, as far as, you know, money goes, Dr. Dre, somebody that stayed down through the process. Puffy stayed down, even though, you know, uh, Puffy's character is in question a lot of times, but he stayed down nonetheless. 
motherfucker started off as a damn uh, secretary or clerk or whatever at Uptown Records, and now he's one of the richest motherfuckers in hip hop. Uh, <clears throat> Jay Z, another motherfucker who stayed down. You know? Um, they know. Obviously, they're going to recoup costs over the five years of the contract. A telephone call at, at 20 cents a minute. If they decide to purchase and stream music, if they decide to purchase games and, and the other things that are purchasable on there, that is what's paying for it. So he meets individual family members through funding these uh, tablets are what are paying for it. One aspect of global telling technology is you can record, you can monitor, and also, as they're calling from a commercial facility, they give you consent to track the location of their phone call. All these are being voice prompts being played to the call party. For example, this one phone number being dialed here, I can click on a reverse number lookup, and it gives me a a Google map view of where that cell phone location is received. Now we track it when the phone call was received and also when the phone call ended, the cell phone call. Homicide suspect dialed this number and that person of interest has evidence that they're hiding. Now I have a physical location for probable cause to send a search warrant into that location to retrieve that information. Folks, nothing better to do. It's your boy Blockzilla. You're watching the No Judgment Zone. Today I have the guy with the hottest podcast on the internet. I've listened to a couple of episodes. Shit is hilarious. My guy Tax, what's going on? Ain't shit, man. Maintaining. How's it going? Man, it's going great, actually. How have you been enjoying the response of tax season? The response is shocking. Like, I didn't even expect people, that many people, to, like, really fuck with it. Yeah. It's like, because I thought I just had more people that didn't like me than anything. And it's like, I don't know. I got a little people fucking with me. We were getting into a lot of little Twitter debates with people, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I voice my opinion. Like, you know, I just feel like I say shit that sometimes people won't say because of relationships or they feel like they want to be cool with this person. I'm not here to do that. What else you got going? I heard you doing TV and shit now too. Yeah, I you just, on television? You like a star? I just actually left MTV and stuff. We um doing a show at Charlemagne, a panel yeah. show called um, Uncommon Sense and stuff. So we're waiting, waiting for that to brew. It feel, does it feel good to be making money and to like making a personality in the name? Or with somebody who has rainbow, rainbow hair, rainbow hair, green hair, orange? Nobody. Nobody, nobody. And if it is, it's very few. 
It's very few. So, come on now. Better profile pictures. That's why you're not matching with nobody. Again, Bumble is free. Now, let's move on. Who to swipe on? Oh, my God. Who to swipe on? I already said this before. But let's go to this again because YouTube is paying me. This video might be monetized. It might not be monetized. But if it's monetized, then okay, good for me. If not, I'm just giving y'all a free game and I'm a good person. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're new to my channel, you're going to be like, she's annoying. And I am. I am. I am. <laughs> so... Who to swipe on? Okay, so we're going to swipe on guys. We're going to swipe on guys who look like they have money, but then don't. Because we're not going to swipe on the scammers who like who have in their bio, I have 10 cars. I want a sugar baby. Send me your bank account information. We're not swiping on them. We're also not swiping on people who, and this is an example that somebody sent me, like, the guy that she's trying to make into a sugar daddy, his profile picture literally screamed, poor it literally screamed poverty he was in a kitchen that looked like it was in a trap house that's not a sugar daddy that's a robber he's gonna rob you okay so me a lot of those sites and then persons tag a lot of crazy persons are on tag freaky guys on tag so i signed up for those and on tag i my name on tag was onlyfans at and my onlyfans name i tried it on badoo but they said they sent a message that i have to change it or my account will be deleted so i couldn't do that so when persons talk to me on these sites i'll tell them that hey you know i just started this da, 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 da. could you support you will be my first i tell everybody the same thing could you be my first and whenever someone subs i'll message them and like oh you'll get special treatment because you're my first i just started out da, da, da. it was the same message for everyone so they felt as if oh i'm the first to support her i'm gonna do this extra da, da, da. so that's what i did that's what i started doing and then i saw that it was it was working and especially on tag on tag and tag i got a lot of followers on tag and then i started using reddit right and this is where i didn't make all that money only on only fans most of the money came from reddit right most of my supporters came from reddit i started watching videos about how to do it on reddit and so make you sharp i don't want you to be some sucker motherfucker running around here with your dick hard and you gotta fuck fuck that no i want you to be a sharp motherfucker and when you get ready to fuck you better know how to fuck because you know that's all a part of it i ain't saying you know fucking ain't a part of it i'm just saying you know i don't want you to be no fucking sucker i don't want you to be no motherfucker running around your dick hard because every bitch square bitch every hoe Oh no, a hard dick ain't got no motherfucking conscience. All you gotta do is grab that motherfucker's dick and you gonna get him. He think all oh, he getting this pussy, but no, you know what you gonna do, bitch. And I know what you gonna do. That's why I'm trying to arm you motherfuckers out there that's listening to me with what's going on. Plus, even though I'm talking all this shit right now, we gonna talk about conversations. But we got to talk about a foundation first. You know, fuck you if you don't want to get real. I want to be real. I ain't talking about no bullshit. So, 
The reason I say you have to be sharp like this is you have to understand that life is not a game. And those of you who are out in the streets, you know, you got to understand things others can't even conceive, let alone understand. So you have to understand that regardless if you're in the streets, if you go to work, you have to understand these things. This is life. This is not a game. It's not no fucking joke. Something could happen to your goddamn ass. Catch about currency where you don't even make it a responsibility to love your own damn pimping? You got to get serious about you. You got to get serious about your own life. And until you get serious about your pimping, the bitch ain't going to be serious about, about yours. Some of you, when you listen to uh, some of my testimonies in the game, you smile and be like, wow, you really did that, P? I've had women send me racks upon racks and racks upon racks, racks upon racks without physically seeing me. Okay? This is not a lie. Anybody that knows me, they will tell you. Even the individuals that currently hate me right now, they have one truthful bone in their body they're going to tell you that that nigga respects the game and he makes women respect the game. Before a woman even sees me, she values me. Before a woman physically comes into my presence, she's valuing the game. Appreciation to Yam. Appreciate that, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, before a woman even physically sees me, she appreciates the game. She values the game. I make her value the game. Period. And whenever you put out a prerequisite, you tell a woman that. So I, um, I end up leaving. It, it was a very hard uh, decision for me to make, but. It was a decision that I had to make for my sanity. Um, we actually still talk on occasion now. And it, it goes back to him not being able to be faithful because he still says that he cares about me. And he still tries to get me to go on vacations with him even though he has a girlfriend now. And as I tell him, like, dude... We can be friends, but I would never disrespect another woman in her relationship because I, I know how it felt for me. So, I, I wish him all the luck in the world. And I wish her all the luck in the world, too. So, the second person that I dated, the second athlete that I dated, it was, I had a very successful relationship with him. We were together for about three and a half years as well um he was so sweet he not that i know of he didn't cheat on me we met on social media initially um he started following me on instagram and then he followed me on twitter and then he sent me a message on twitter and we exchanged phone numbers and we talked for about two weeks and then he asked me to come see him 
And I was really over it with the whole athlete thing. Um, it had been it had been a year and a half since I was previously with the other person. Shit's rented, and I'm on, I'm in this shit every fucking day. And then when I show it every day on the stream, all right, we get it, we get it. You got the call. Can't win with these fucking niggas, weak ass niggas. The new shit, 2019. My fucking roof drop. If this shit wasn't raining right now, the old shit, the roof don't drop. The 2018 is old. I got the 2019. I had the 2018. My shit was black and blue. Now my shit white, black and blue. Come on, don't play with me. 170 bands. Ain't none of that shit going to any of them fucking corny ass goals you niggas got. Cause them shits is corny because y'all won't pull your own funds together. And I'ma speak about why it's fucking corny. Cause you want one person to deliver you. But a whole community that got complaints can pull their little five dollars every week for a month for 10 months and get two million dollars. So I don't want to hear no shit about one person like Floyd or one person like Polite supposed to just buy the fucking school. I don't want to hear no shit about I'm just supposed to get the hospital. Oh, you got a hundred and seventy thousand dollar car. And oh, it's over 10,000 you niggas that agree I'm a coon and an agent But y'all ain't got the five fucking dollars to put your money where your mouth is Five dollars a week Twenty dollars a month Ten times out the year Two million fucking dollars Two million dollars I'm sure there's ten thousand of y'all That say the white man's the devil and you got five dollars a week Fuck it, if you ain't five dollars a week Two dollars and fifty cents a week Ten dollars a fucking month We still have a million dollars every ten months Y'all full of shit but you want me to take the bulk of my fucking money and fulfill your the conscious movement felt I had to get their permission. I had to go through them to do certain things. You understand? And they were not able to eat off me. I cut the middleman out. I don't need you to set up events for me anymore. I can do my own event. That's when the hate started. And then when I started collecting money for FDMG, the hate started because other brothers were raising money for their projects. And they wasn't able to raise the money I was raising. So that coupled with cutting out the middleman, that's what brought the hate to me. It was not ideological. You understand? It was all about either the jealousy or the opportunism. None of it was really based on the work. Okay, so I'm glad. Okay, so now we're here. Let's talk about the school, brother. Because sure. that's all that I'm getting. <laughs> that's all that people want to know. <laughs> And when people found out I am uh, was going to interview Dr. Umar, please ask him about the school. We need mm -hmm. to know about the school, the school, the school. The school, now, the school, the um, school. First of all, when did you first get the idea for said school? And from that time, when did you start raising money and, and all that? You know, and when did it all start? When was the, the genesis of the DMG school? The the pistols and the four five and the magnums. So when crack came, all the different movies came that influenced the culture at the same time. So it was um kinda like a two way street. And but when 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 the when the, when the cocaine hit it 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 made it so we had more money than we ever had. We had availability and access to money. Right, because you didn't really have millionaires in that area before then. No, nah, well, we kind of like, our, we always was known as like the, the, the so-called wealthy crips or whatever, because in our area, we live in houses. 
like the projects in certain parts of Compton and Watson, all that day in tenements and and um, projects. And our area is, is houses. So in in a, in our area, which is called the '60s, is different. It's like you may have somebody that be generational. You'll have people who've been going to school or knew each other from age five years old because their mothers own these houses and they have ownership instead of living in apartments and they may be living in these apartments five years, three years, and they moving out and transitioning in and out these apartments. Ours was different. You know what I mean? Like we lived on a, on the block in you know, Arlington. If you, if you listen to one of the songs, it's called It's a Struggle. You're going to hear us talk about where it was 10 of us that lived on the same block. And it was more than us that lived on the same block, but we all lived up Arlington. And so that's where we was called the Arlington Gang. But the Arlington Gang is actually the first block. I ain't got no bottom bitch. You know what I mean? She was like, Sin, oh my God, listen to me. I want to be, you know how they, women with their power. Listen to me. You're so much special. You know what I mean? Than what you got going on. You know what I mean? And I know that. You need a powerful woman just like you're a powerful man. You know what I mean? So what would be wrong with you having, you know what I mean, a, a woman who's top elite? I can't just be a regular bitch. You know, now watch this now. I got certain veteran peas in my ear. Oh, man, seeing you being arrogant. Oh, that's your arrogance again. You know what I mean, man? Come on, man. That's a boss bitch. That's a boss bitch that this game is putting in your face, seeing this is a boss bitch. And uh, that's another thing that I wasn't sitting over there telling you guys. See, I got to tell it all. You know what I mean? Uh, as you know, sin ain't never ate no pussy. You know what I mean? A lot of y'all was like, I knew that y'all was going to come up in conflict on that eating pussy video that y'all had did. I knew y'all because y'all had different views. That ain't true, but, you know, to each his own, whatever y'all believe. But, you know what I mean? She was like, yeah. And this is when you know that you've really fucked up. When you tell a bitch what you don't do, what you don't allow, and she think that she going to be the first individual to get... Have you ever seen that show Lockdown? Oh, no, I ain't see the show, no. I seen the movie. Well, there's a show, like, on MSNBC or CNBC, and it's called Lockdown. It's kind of like a, kind of like a, you know, I don't want to say reality show, because it ain't like, it's it's like a documentary-style show, yeah. I guess you would say. I ain't, I ain't never see it. Like, when I'm on the streets, I ain't gonna lie, I don't watch TV. Like, I'm grand, I got too much shit to do. I don't got time to watch TV, you feel me, when I'm out here, but... In jail, I watched a lot of shit, but I've never seen that. I was going to ask you if it was an accurate depiction of prison life, but since you ain't seen it, um, there's no answer for that. Um, what kept you motivated while you were locked up? I'm saying that the music shit, like, I ain't going to stand like the first time I went up, I was 18, I was in 2011. Like, what was on my mind then, when I first went in, was hoping that I still had a plug when I came home. Like, it wasn't no music or none of that shit. It was, oh, I got this money put up, and when I come home, I hope there's somebody where I can still, you feel me, keep doing what I'm doing. But ever since I came home from that, and like, I'm saying, seeing Mac Miller blow up, seeing Wiz blow up, you feel me? That was before I went in, but coming home, and I had shit going viral while I was in jail, and they reaching out, then Tip reaching out, then 
going back to jail, Tip giving me the shout out, shit like that. I'm saying it all kept me motivated to. Man, oh my God, man. Marshawn Lynch, man. What's up, man? Let me get a picture with you, bro. Marshawn Lynch, baby. Beast mode, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Marshawn, baby. Oh my god, my favorite comedian, Craig Robinson. My favorite comedian, Craig Robinson. Oh my god, hot tub time machine, man. Oh my god. Craig Robinson, man. It's nice meeting you, bro. You Craig Robinson, right? You ain't Craig Robinson? You is Craig Robinson, bro. You play the hot tub time machine. Come on, take a picture of me, bro. You Craig Robinson, bro. I know it. Let's go. You ain't Craig Robinson, bro. You Craig Robinson. This ain't funny, bro. This is a lifetime achievement for me. I'm telling you, Craig Robinson. You Craig Robinson. Oh no, I got my ID on you, bro. Get your ID. You not Craig Robinson? Oh, you not him. Oh my bad. I'm sorry, bro. Oh my God, my favorite artist, Pump Daddy. Oh my God, Pump Daddy, boy. Pump Daddy, boy. What's so up, Pump Daddy, baby? Pete Diddy, do the dance, man. Take that, take that. Damn. Yeah, you Pump Daddy? The real Pump Daddy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's Decent Nate from the Proud Family. It's Decent Nate. You Decent Nate from the Proud Family. What's good, fam? It's your man, Mr. Diamond. Hey, just riding around town, man, looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Just riding on it. Ain't really had nothing to do, so I figured I'd get out and see what I could see, man. Uh, hell, since I wasn't doing nothing, shit. What a perfect time to uh, look at the city. It's a beautiful day and everything like that. Hey, as always, I want to thank everybody who's been fucking with us, man. I want to thank y'all for uh, keeping on fucking with us, man. This Ask Pimp thing, man. We loving doing this. Coming to you Monday through Friday. Hey, man, keep up. Keep up the good work. Tune in. Subscribe. Ask any question that's on your mind. Any question that you ever wanted answered by a real pimp. It's going to be answered by one uh, real soon. We're going to get to everybody, man. Also... Uh, a couple of people who done purchased the DVD. I know y'all enjoying that. I appreciate that. If y'all want the DVD, check out some of the clips with the DVD footage and uh, just send an email to a Diamond Shines with the subject line, birthday bash, and I'll send you some information on how to get your own copy of the uh, first annual Mr. Selfish Birthday Bash Players Extravaganza. Uh, part two will be out pretty soon, and we actually finna have a party in June for part three. So, uh, you wanna tune in to see how you can be invited to that party. Y'all need to check us out on Booty2247, man. Check me out if y'all, it's only for the adults, it's only for the grown ups. Booty2247slash Mr. Diamond. Check out some of that shit, man. It's just. A motherfucker might start their day like, you know what? Uh,. I'm going to handle all my business today. I got this to do. I got that to do. You know, uh, this is what I got on my plate for today. I'm not going to log into social media until 8 o'clock tonight. Check my notifications. Post something. Woo-woo-woo. Right? This might be your plan starting off in the morning. 
for your day. But, and you logged out of Instagram, you logged out of Facebook, you logged off of Twitter, all of that shit, but you still get notifications for the shit. You know? And depending on what that notification is, you might log back into the shit. Then here, you next thing you know, you're spending more time doing that shit than you're supposed to be spending time doing whatever it was you had planned for the day that's really more important than the social media shit. You did distractions. It's so many motherfucking distractions in, in our face on a daily basis. It's ridiculous. Just like little simple shit like for instance, like, this is give you an example of how ridiculous the distraction thing is. You know, uh, I like listening to audio books. And when I go to the gym, I lift weights and everything. And while I'm lifting... So you'll be like, oh, tell him I'm almost there, da-da-da, because he had no phone. All he walked around with in his bag. That's why I said he was a bum. All he walked around with in his bag, no clothes. He had no phone and no clothes. He wore the same shit basically every day. He had about two two sweats, one pair of socks, three shirts. And he wore his auntie trench coat. Because it was winter time. He wore his auntie trench coat. But yeah. She would... It wasn't nothing. Then I find out from my boy bestie. This is when shit go left. Found out from my boy best friend. That she was talking shit about me. To some girl that she know I'm beefing with. So this is what she said to the girl. She told the girl... That I kicked her and the baby out. Which is not a fact. Because the baby has a place to stay. That, that baby has a father. A father that loves and takes care of her. So I don't know why you made it seem like you couldn't have been dropped the baby off to his house. Because he loved that little girl. I'm not going to lie. He might not be there physically for his first daughter either. But he loved his first daughter too. But yeah. He loved that little girl. So she made it seem like I kicked her and the baby out. So that's when I, I texted her. I'm like. Why are you talking shit about me to somebody that you know I don't fuck with, right? She's like, she didn't say nothing. I'm not correcting myself. Before before she could say anything, I corrected myself. I said, why are you talking shit about me, period? If we're not going to be friends, then we're going to leave it as that. But don't try to throw salt on my name and lie on me. Then she was like, oh, I never said that. Da -da 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 -da. So I sent her the screenshots that my boy bestie sent me of him and that girl. Are you walking away? Damn. I mean, what you Ask got to my name Gerald. Shit, I can give you the nice world, baby girl. You got to be worth it. I you ain't gotta be perfect it. though. You worth it. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. I guess. Hold up. That shit got paper stuff in your basket. Yeah, you already got girls' numbers. Damn, nah. I ain't got nobody number in my phone. Damn, tripping. Do you do this often? Nah, I don't do this often. I just I seen you. Not. I'm like, damn, she fine as hell. Let me go talk to her real quick. Yeah, okay. Here you go. Damn, Snowflake, you so sexy to me. What? Sexy to me. What I give a damn about? who your ex be. Huh? I'll be flying to you just speed. What, what's your name, beautiful? Tiff Tiffany. Yeah. My name Hilbert. Nice to meet you. Can I get your phone number? Um, I got a boyfriend. You got a boyfriend? Yes. Dang, I don't mean nothing. You ain't gotta know nothing about this. What do you mean? You ain't gotta know. Where do you stay at? I stay in the valley. Yeah. Where you stay at? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. And what you doing out here? Visiting. You visiting? Yeah. How long you been here? Just for the weekend. Oh shit, let's hang out then. Say, I got, the, yeah, we can go to the beach and get faded. All right. Well, give me your number. All yeah, right. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, what's your name again? Tiffany, right? Yeah.
Oh, okay. Hubert. Alright. They call me Hubie. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Tess, you so I can lock you in. Alright. Oh my god, my favorite YouTuber, Drill Houston. And this is what one of the girls who got her sugar daddy off of seeking secret benefits said. If you stay consistent, you will get good results on um on secret benefits because they get so many users all the time and it's easy to kind of tell who's the scammer and who's the real sugar daddy. Um, the girl who, one of the girls, one of the girls who got their sugar daddy off of secret benefits, a virtual sugar daddy, this is a virtual um, SD. Um, he, okay, so their relationship is strictly online or never case, but he travels a lot. So eventually he was saying that he was going to be in her city and it just happened to be in this month, April. Um, the great part about that, COVID-19 and you've been traveling, sir. Sorry, can't link up with you. And it's just as simple as that. But her um, SD, and you know what? It's fine. I'll just stay where he's at. He's in St. Louis. So he's in St. Louis, Missouri. That's where he's from. But he travels for work. Um, and I also have another sugar baby who SD is from. Um, and these are all girls from my Patreon, you guys. So calm down. <laughs> so I don't want you to say, oh, you know, who is she talking about? I'm talking about girls that are part of the finesse family who are having good experience with these sites. And another girl, um, sugar daddy, is he lives in New York. And she lives in California, but I could be mistaken. But it's okay. Y'all don't need to know all their information. Um, but that is a good site, Secret Benefits. I've seen, not even just virtually, but I've seen so many girls get... In the game, I, uh, no, pardon me, 24 plus hours away from the show I did. And Saad calls me. I said, yo, what's up? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with a, a undertone like, yo, now you calling me? I hope he calling me to tell me why he had me out there because I canceled what I was doing to do the show. Mind you this, let me say this. Saad so said I could do the show, but he only wanted me to do it on the phone. Let me say this. And I had to argue with him when it was time to do the show. I'm like, yo, bro, first of all, I got a PowerPoint ready. This was the argument before he stopped picking up his phone. He said, nah, bro, I just want you to get on the phone. I said, bro, I'm gonna be positioned. My internet is off the chain. He, he said, no, you're going to need an Ethernet cord, so just do it on the phone. I said, I don't need no Ethernet cord, man. What you talking about? I'm lit. I got my 5G and all that there. I'm good. Stop that. The last time I did something you saw, I was in the public, and I was using my hotspot off my phone. Today, I'm going to be situated in the home. I can do what I got to do, and I'll knock it out. He says, yo, I don't want the PowerPoint. I just want you to go on the phone. I said, bro, I need the PowerPoint because I don't just want to criticize what our people are doing, I want to give them solutions so we can be even more effective at what we do. That's what my PowerPoint's for. It wasn't to uh, protect or defend Gucci. It was to show you how to be properly, how to properly execute a boycott without making a fool of ourselves before those, the likes of whom know better that this is going nowhere, the approach that we're taking as a community. So I said, I have some input that I want to put here. Tell y'all is that uh, inside of these cells, there's one toilet and there's one bench. So I had to pee. So I'm standing up and I'm peeing. Then he comes out of nowhere and says, Hey, yo, hey, um, ain't you that one CO that worked at uh, Building 1? My nigga, you couldn't have waited to start this conversation when my dick wasn't in my hand. Like, really, nigga? Like, bro, I understand we in jail and all, but, like, it ain't like we in the same locker room as Dwight Howard. Like, my nigga, wait until I'm done peeing to talk to me. So I waited till I was done, zipped up my pants, and I was like, I had no clue what you talking about, bruh. Then he was like, oh, nah, nah, I remember you. You was, um, 
You was the CEO that said that thing about the cameras, right? So you, so you remember me, but you don't remember what I said? Nah, nigga. What I said was, we can step right over there where the cameras can't see so I can whoop your ass. So then this nigga stands up and says, I mean, so what's up then? And now, if you a real nigga, you know, like, when any nigga stands up and, like, does anything like that, you never give them the opportunity to hit you first. Dog, soon as this nigga stood up and said that, I didn't even hesitate. I kicked this nigga straight in the nuts. Now, like I was telling y'all earlier, I had to prepare myself for prison. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this fight right here was, like, my pre-qualification for prison. So, I had to make sure niggas knew I was not to be fucked with. Bruh. I ain't gonna front y'all. I let an all-out assault on this nigga's sack. Like, bruh, when I tell y'all I destroyed this nigga's nuts, like, like, I ain't even gonna front y'all. That's the beast. We can go to the beast. What's her name? Rhea. Rhea? Alright, I'm Gerald. Nice to meet you. Can I get your phone number? Yes. Right, call, I'm gonna call you right now. Make sure this number real. Oh, hope this number better be real. Alright. Man, excuse me, girl. I know you ready. I ain't gonna let you down, and I ain't gonna keep you waiting up. Oh. If you throw it at me, I'm gonna knock it up, because oh. I, don't, I don't pull out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I just wanna throw you off for a second. Oh. What's your name? Coy. Coy? My name's Jiro. Nice That's me. I'm new to Houston. Oh, me too. Yeah, can I get your phone number? Maybe we can hang out, get something to eat or something? You gonna pay? Yeah, I'll pray. <laughs> okay. There you go. What's your name again? Corey. Corey. Yeah, my love, you're physical, but it's your energy, girl. What's your name? <laughs> oh, that's cute. You felt that way over there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. What's your name, girl? <laughs> my name's Drill. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I got no fear to put you on the pedestal, but are you trusting me? How far are you trying to put me? I'm going to put you far as you want to go, so fine ass, okay. yeah. Okay, I like the way that's Hell yeah, I feel like this is the right <laughs> time to hit your line, so I want to get your phone number and we can hang out or something. Yeah, we can do that. You can do that. You can do that? Yeah. Hell yeah, hold on, let me get my phone out. Location, I could tell it was still the same apartment building. It just looked like he took stock photos for the first listing and then he actually used real life pictures that he took for the second listing so now let's fast forward into me actually getting to Atlanta and landing on the app it says that I couldn't check in until 3 p.m. and I landed at 8 a.m. I'm sorry like 7 30 in the morning um so I had a lot of time to kill so I was about to go to breakfast and he actually messaged me on Airbnb and was like hey did you check in yet and I was like no, because checking is until three. I said, am I able to check in earlier? Because keep in mind, I am exhausted. In the past 24 hours, I had gotten about collectively an hour and a half to two hours of sleep. So I exhausted wasn't even the word. I was actually falling asleep in my car waiting to go into the breakfast spot as he was messaging me. So when he told me I could check in early, I jumped, hopped on it, drove immediately over. The breakfast spot that I was at was only like 10 minutes away from the Airbnb. So I drove over and um, I realized once my GPS got me there that I needed directions to get into the building, where to park, all that stuff. And they usually send that to you in that first confirmation message, right? So I message him and I go, hey, where should I park? 
no response. I just parked somewhere that I felt like was a space where a resident- It's gonna be a, another way that we'll also be able to, uh, to, to make a special visit because I got a special plan on the 20th uh that we didn't put this one on the on the calendar but i guarantee you you're going to want to be a part of this uh special moment <laughs> can you give us a hint it's going to be something to see on tv it's made for tv look let me tell y'all this the, you know essentially i never talked to this man before now i know he do business i you know i'm not vouching for anyone i respect how he's brought different attention to this thing despite it you know some things i agree with most i agree with some i don't but at the end of the day he it feels like he got cheated of his money y'all know two years ago i did a video on morrison saying that we're gonna be here in about two years and we here now and it's 8 20. you know i don't i don't necessarily advocate people uh convening or gathering but i understand what he's trying to accomplish i want to be clear about that because we're not doing an ados conference for the reason of covid um if you do go out there, please practice social distancing, wear your mask, um, and also make sure that you go to that website. Any last thing you want to say to these, the, to the audience, because they're saying Jay and uh, Ernestine are in an entanglement with you legally now. And I, I just want to give you a chance to finish up. Well, well honestly, man, um, <laughs> that entanglement. Like my brother said, let it be about the knowledge. You want to hear a rat piss on cotton. I really All right. Shout out, shout out to um, Conceal Ringleader. Thank you for the donation. Of course, my man Savage Reese. And of course, Queen's Throne. Shout out for that donation. I appreciate y'all coming through. Respect to Sarnetta. That's what's up. All right. Y'all can't it in, man. All That's right. Up. Shout out to y'all. But I'm Gucci on, on um, <laughs> Hangos. <laughs> All right. Shout out to uh, Conceal Ringleader, man. <laughs> Conceal ring me to my girl. That's what's up. I feel you, sister. It's all good. But anyway, peace and black power family. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, my name is Mike. I'm calling from Arizona. Your name is Mike? Yeah, yeah, Mike. Peace, peace, Mice. What's happening, man? What's on your mind, brother? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, man, I just wanted to call in to, 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 to just kind of tell for life, man. I'm like 28 years old, man, and I ain't never seen nothing like him before, man. He's doing his thing, man. Like, I like it. Mm -hmm. I think it's just that he kind of like, he, he kind of like the the first, kind of like the first one for a lot of us to make being smart cool, and they're not really used to that. You know, being smart look a little bit different. You know what I mean? So, anybody not going to be comfortable, but I think, I think it worked, man. It worked for a lot of us, man. I think you know, you need to keep flashing and, and, and everything. If the person's not putting up the money, he's not the boss. Don't let him front like the boss. Don't ever let anybody say they're the boss if they're putting up the money, if they're not putting up the money. I don't care. I don't care how big the corporation is that's backing you. If it's not your money, you're not the boss. You may be happy watching some. You ever see, it, it cracks me up when I see people so happy taking pictures of other people's stuff. Like they be on Jets and they be Instagram. Like it's, it's not theirs. I don't understand that. You understand what I'm saying? The house is like, yo, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, it's not yours. And and that's what not putting up your money is. It's not yours. Do your best campaign. Not the car. It's nice to have a nice car. It's nice to have a nice house. 
It's nice to have a nice chain and ring and some money. But your best campaign that's going to help you to obtain and maintain is you. You are your best campaign. So that means that we can't put no drugs in our body. That means that we can't eat certain things that hinder us from manifesting our greatness. You know what I mean? Our, uh, the having the best physicality. You know what I mean? Certain things, certain foods. You know what I mean? It's contrary to having the best mentality. So as a man think it, you know what I mean? So is he. So, you know, we need to work on our bodies. We need to work on our minds. You know what I mean? So our energy can be right. And so when we make ourselves and carry ourselves like a trophy, you know, and when that woman, you know, is ready to have sex and we're able to do something that most guys can't do in that situation, which is deny her for the fornication that she's offering, then you have already obtained and maintained a residence in that woman's mind because you produced a behavior that this woman has never seen. You need to stop accepting the cards that are dealt to you and you utilize the game to change the hand. You need to change the hand. Don't accept the cards that's dealt to you. Change the hand. You know what I mean? And you do that by not being regular and familiar like every other man, but doing something different. Saying something different. You know, and you can only... Well, you seen a situation where, you know, the big guy got beat up? You know, drop a comment down below. Let me know. I appreciate the love that I've been getting, man. You guys rock with me, man. I, I appreciate it, man. I got a lot of things in the making. You know, just just keep ho rocking with me. Make sure make sure you f keep following your boy and um, let's let's build and and break bread and all that, man. This is this is uh this this isn't an average channel, you know. This is a channel with a with a dude that been there and done that, and and I'm just trying to um you know I'm just trying to bring my advice and, and my life stories on camera. And, you know, and, and build relationships, man. You know, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about building relationships and looking out for one another and showing each other love. You already know, man. It's your boy Mike Guns in the building. I already got a bunch of things in the making, so keep on watching out because uh, the content that I'm going to be pushing soon, man, is going to be crazy. It's going it's gonna, to it's gonna turn this YouTube thing to a whole different level. All right? It's your boy Mike Guns, baby. Stay safe out there. And you already know, let's, let's get jacked to all my fitness people. I'm going to drop a leg routine later on at home. Leg routine. All right? The camera don't even want to focus on the, on the swollenness. You know what I'm saying? The, fo the, the camera don't even want to focus on the swollenness. There it goes. All right? So, yeah. This is your boy Wayne. Wayne at uh, I'm like 205 right now, you know. Boom, you know, just because you're big don't mean don't mean you walk around thinking you a killer, you know. I just work out, man. It's a stress reliever. If I'm, I'm here, <laughs> you know. Now you guys know I'm not promoting. Now I'm telling real life stories of stuff that I went through. 
and things my dad told me. That's just real. So I just got to be real. If everybody out there can't understand it, unfortunate. But that's a true story. So I'm saying that the kind of men that I, that you know that I talked about, the knocking. Of course, it hurt, but they felt so powerful about who they were. They were so above it all. You feel me? That they made little acts like that look so small. You know? Look small. So I told you guys before, when my bottom girl was messing with this guy who uh, he just got out the feds and, you know, you got to have a job. And he riding around in the cab down there in Frisco because that used to be his job. Shoot, I had to pump propane when I got out of the feds uh, uh, from the halfway house. You got to have a job. So I understood what he had to do. So I guess he had done a little pimping before and he had sold some drugs before. So I guess I guess my, he might have picked up my girl one time and I guess they started, you know, having sex together. I didn't know nothing about it. So it was about three months until I ultimately found out about it. So I, I, uh, I, uh, I, re I tell some of this story in, uh, in my memoirs, nothing but pimping memoirs, but I can tell you a little bit of it now, right? Because some of you guys have already... The high and the low, and you have to periodically bring those things about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, one more question, then I'm going to have to put you back. Yeah, I got one more question, so I'll come back. All right. All right. What is it? Oh, I thought you had to put me in the queue. All right, no, uh, what is your next question? No, because, you know, when I meet a chick, sometimes the vibe, it just gets, uh, really gets cool, and it's been happening lately, and I'll sit up and talk to a chick for like a few hours sometimes on the first meeting. Now, do you think that's yeah, too long? Yeah, but do you... Do you Hey, now, I was going to say, man, you end up getting that pussy or what, man? I'm not saying you got to be looking for pussy, but... Yeah, you I know, mean, I'm, like, like, I mean, chick, I mean, just full cooperation. But then I'm like, well, you know, it's not going to one in my listen. mouth. No, 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 listen, listen. If you're getting full cooperation and you see how this stuff is in your control, you're actually seeing and manipulating the the uh, environment, to, it actually ends up the way you want it. Brother, mm -hmm. relax, pat yourself on the back, and understand that the shit is working, and enjoy your fucking self. Don't overthink the shit. Don't try to make the shit no more than what you was actually trying to get from Jump Street, and that was success. <laughs> now you're a successful motherfucker in this area. Talk to a got action at Pimpin' so hey, man. With that being said, uh, Good luck, baby. Good luck. Stay up on your pimping. All right, Mr. Diamond, I'm a holler. Furthest thing from you. You's a scumbag, nigga. You really a scumbag. When you wake up and look in the mirror every morning, nigga, you see a scumbag. You see a slime ball. You see a low-down, like, slithery, weaselly motherfucker. When you look in the mirror, you can't even see a man when you look in the mirror, man. That's crazy. I don't know what that feel like. It's no situation that's going to make me compromise my manhood. 
There's no situation that's going to make me compromise my balls. But you have to see a real scumbag when you look in the mirror. You know that. You know that. talking about fuck you squares I don't trust nobody I trust me no you don't cause you know if you had to depend on yourself you gonna betray yourself <laughs> and I don't know how a motherfucker disloyal to itself I don't know how a motherfucker betray themselves. but you gonna figure out a way cause you's a disloyal uh, betraying motherfucker you know what I mean so if you got to snake yourself out of some type of shit, you know what I mean? You might not know how you're going to do it right now, but that's one thing your determination is going to do.